Hi, and welcome to Learning and Development 101. I'm your host, Joe, and today I am joined by a very unique guest, uh, Olivia Hirschfield. Uh, hopefully I've pronounced that correct, Olivia. Yes. Um, come on in, tell us who you are, what you do, and uh, why we're here. Hi, Joe. Hi, everybody. Thank you for listening in. Um, so I'm Olivia. Um, I'm managing business development um, and partnerships at Enably. Um, we are a software organization um, based in Israel, but with Global Remit, um, and we have an innovative uh, cloud-based learning technology, which I'm going to yeah, talk a bit about and around uh, different uh, learning management systems. Um, previous to Enably, I've, I've, I've got quite a few years of experience across uh, in the world of L&D, HR, um, employee engagement. Um, I spent four years uh, in an in employee engagement agency called NKD, developing uh, bespoke learning and development solutions to improve engagement and performance. Um, and then excitingly, of course, I went to the, the digital side um, with, with Enably. Um, and before, prior to that, running conferences for uh, learning and development leaders um, and uh, communities between the, the suppliers and the, and the buyers and understanding those needs and uh, those needs and solutions. Awesome. So, so quite a um, plethora of experience there across all <laughs> parts of the board. So, you know, we can yeah. connect a lot. So <laughs> you mentioned the topic there and yeah. um, I think we need to kind of, kind of scroll it right back. So, mm really basic what is an lms or learning management system yeah great so a learning management system so it's a software or SaaS platform and the main purpose is to administer and host all your learning materials in a centralized platform um, and then deliver and distribute different types of content all your training programs educational courses um digitally um to different and targeted audience. So think everything from online courses to real-time instructor-led sessions, virtual classrooms, e-learning, uh, synchronous, asynchronous, so whether that's self-paced or all you know, in a session at once. Um, that's all on one, uh, delivered on one platform, as well as all of the tracking and reporting, um, certifying um, around compliance. Um, you have discussions and feedback um, so it really uh, collects all of the data and helps uh, organizations understand their learning trends um, yeah, and challenges. Awesome. So kind of covered off the sort of the next thing I really want to ask about, you know, why do we use an LMS? And you, you really hit on quite a few points there. Um, let's maybe just strip back. Like, why, would, why would we use an LMS? Like, sure. If we could simplify that as much as possible. So the main, so main few reasons would be really scalability and flexibility um, and the impact of both of those being to be able to scale your learning operations in an organization, you're saving a lot of time and money. Everything comes down to bottom line, right? Mm -hmm. So if you, if an organization solely relied on face-to-face -face trainings um, during their onboarding, or, you know, you just have your training at the beginning and then your learning stops, um, you might not have enough instructors to to teach that course could be costly with time and travel there's no opportunities to embed that that learning on a continuous basis so you're yeah the organization saving a lot of time and money creating more efficiencies in how they're quickly distributing knowledge um increase the speed of training and onboarding 
um, the accessibility and flexibility is a huge one. So obviously during COVID, we couldn't travel. And you saw the LMS global market increase by something like 23, 24% just in 2020. Mm -hmm. It went from a nice to have to a, a must have um, because you know people were remote, so you can't do physical uh, training. Um, uh, with regard to more efficiencies, you're distributing uh, learning in the, you know, in the hands of the right person within minutes. And also people in your organization can search quickly for content from let's say a catalog in the learning management system um, to access the materials that they need. Um, and with regards to flexibility, so an LMS enables a really virtual and blended learning experience. So you'll still have your face-to-face -face, um, and practical workshops. But this allows self-paced learning and someone to take the learning um, in, their, in their own hands and feel more empowered, uh, especially as now, you know, you can access everything through smartphone as well. So they can learn whenever, whenever they want and enhance that flexibility. Awesome. Um, yeah, uh, I, I, do, I do love a good a good LMS like I love a good report from an LMS like, <laughs> as granulated so, as you can get <laughs> yeah or, or just you know some nice pictures like makes visuals feel, feel good yeah. um so learning management system is one thing mm -hmm. and you know we had a conversation earlier about what potentially enabling is and we'll get onto that later on um but there's something called a learning experience platform or LXP for sure yes um what is that like how does that differ from a learning management system great so it's in the name but um so a learning management system is much more administrative so you're really where admins are assigning and tracking structured content whereas an lxp learning experience platform it's much more about that experience and it's consumer focused platform so this means it's much more personalized and social um, in terms of learning and where the, the learner um, can actually choose uh, choose what they want to learn from a, an array of personalized content. So this is what they, they used to say in the, um, uh, in, the, in the market. If you say an LMS is going to the cinema, an LXP is watching Netflix. Um, okay. Yeah, so it's really interesting also to look at the transformation of learning technology in line with the modern learner and the you know changing demands of the modern learner due to on-demand you know more on-demand consumption like Netflix mm -hmm. um, and also technological trends especially around data and AI. Um, so a lot of those behaviors for example and what the you know LXP has those capabilities let's say being hyper-connected Everyone wants to be connected all the time, you know, and they're expecting to be able to learn on the go, wherever they are, whenever they want, on demand. So LXPs have that capability. They have usually, you know, great uh, mobile first experience, um, offline capabilities, for example, um, to be able to facilitate that. Collaborative and social. So, you know, like on Facebook or Instagram, liking and sharing, so you can there, there is, has that element of more social learning so liking different pieces of content sharing it with different people um, and helping to break down those kind of silos in the organization um and a big one is around empowering so an lxp 
an LXP will use artificial intelligence to recommend content to users based on their skills, based on their behaviors on the platform, based on what others are consuming um, in their field um, and making that much more personalized. And especially when today's learner is, you know, we're very impa we're impatient, we're overwhelmed and distracted. Um, it's, it's personalized content um, that is interesting for you. And the platform knows this. Um, and a lot might be around micro learning content. So that's like bite sized uh, pieces of information. So short video or, you know, five minutes, 10 minutes um, and supporting also an array of different content from inside uh, and outside the organization. So, you know, YouTube videos mm -hmm. um, and LXP is typically as well as LMS can be integrated with, you know, other e-learning uh, external content providers. Um, or even if you're watching a video on YouTube, you have content curation tools where you can also track that within the platform. So it's recommending um, content to you. So does that, yeah, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah that makes makes a lot of sense. Um, and I, I like that you used the, the YouTube example there because I think that's, you know, in, in the last uh, sort of episode that I, I had with, uh, with David, um, you know, we talked about YouTube sort of, being a great digital platform um yeah. so um yeah i guess you could say youtube is also a learning experience platform as well so yeah um, <laughs> so really what i guess what it comes down to is, is what what makes a good learning management system or learning experience platform yeah. because you know there are hundreds and i think after our conversation there's potentially thousands of platforms that are out there sure. that try to deliver this but what what makes it so they actually succeed? Yeah. Yes, it's a huge market. And I think it's like trillions, trillions of dollars. Um, it's gone into that space. And there are many platforms out there, um, but many also legacy, legacy systems. So it really depends on the use case um, as well. So this is a big thing to think about when, you know, choosing an uh, LMS or LXP. What's the type of workforce we're looking at? And they, if they're more operational workers, they might not want all of the, you know, social features. It's, you know, they're less tech savvy. Um, if it's very, if it's around, uh, you know, very uh, compliance-driven, um, highly regulatory um, certifications are really important. So depends on the use case. I would say first and foremost is, is it user-friendly and intuitive? And does it have an amazing experience across different devices? And, and we do, and, and mobile first as well, because if it's complex and clunky, your end user's just not going to use it. So you're not going to get any engagement on it, no matter what capabilities. It might have all of these, you know, amazing uh, content recommendations and so forth. But if it's not easy to use, yeah, it's uh, it's irrelevant. Um. And, and that's most of the feedback we have from people in the market that are, you know, looking to move their platform, talking to Enably, is that the, the mobile experience is not good and uh, it's, it's just too complex. It's not uh, easy and intuitive. Um, other things, so that the platform is able to facilitate a, a hybrid and blended learning experience. So, you know, it's integrated with Teams, with Zoom. So you've got live sessions, virtual classrooms, um, it can support all of the different uh, types of content. So SCORM, uh, which, you know, it's from um, exported from like Storyline or Articulate or content authoring tools. 
even better if it has a content authoring tool embedded, mm -hmm. um, which Enably does, but I'll uh, speak about that after. Um, yeah, if you have, uh, if there's content already on the platform, micro-learning content, um, that's a plus. Um, a very all-in-one, all-in-one solution um, is is important. You don't want your for both admin and the end user, you don't want to have to navigate multiple platforms um, for you know content creation, different one for live video sessions, a different one for certifications. It just is is complicated um, and not friendly for the end user. Um, reporting is important. And I think a lot of platforms are lacking on that and they're looking to you know innovate the ways they do that so advanced reporting granulated reporting so you can see on the course and content effectiveness but visual reports and dashboards you can really measure the learner engagement performance see usage trends push out then the right content at the right time depending on those behaviors on the platform uh, integrations, this is very important. And a lot of the tra more traditional LMSs, which have a lot of, they might be part of a bigger HR solution, HRIS, and the learning module within them, they're lacking in some areas, especially with regard to mobile first functionality, but, you know, being fully integrated. So with other IT systems, with CRMs, active directories, so to ensure automation, that the users are synchronized, being able to yeah, integrate with other learning platforms, those are LTI integrations. Oh, sorry, LTI? LTI, learner interoperability, uh, um, learning technology interoperability. Okay. Um, yeah, I believe, but don't mistake me. I, I'm too, I use the acronyms all the time. So if anyone's <laughs> listening and does check that and I'm incorrect, apologies. <laughs> But um, uh, yeah, so I would say also when choose what makes a good LMS LXP, it's not just the um, it's not just the product. Mm -hmm. It's the implementation, the risk management, um, mm -hmm. making sure you have a robust implementation methodology that you're managing any risks that could you know lead to uh lack of buy-in or the, the support for the project or you know different things that are going to help um optimize the platform engagement as well as the technical support and uh, service sla service level agreement so if there's any issues what kind of support are you getting mm -hmm. um and again with the use case if it, you're using it for commercial training you need things like e-commerce integrations so another integration but i would say that's um those are really key and of course the main the capabilities in terms of you know the content creation the hybrid and blended learning experience offline capability for that hyper connected learner um reporting which i mentioned yeah awesome. yeah um so you kind of mentioned like you've mentioned so much that's really <laughs> <Sorry. valuable>. and um <laughs> It begs the question, you know, enably, what yeah. separates it from the market? You know, what what makes it stand out? What does it offer? Who is it aimed at? Sure. Great. So um enably has a unique, we have a unique positioning. Um, and I believe what's differentiating us from the market. So we're bringing the complete deskless first learning program, learning platform, sorry. So really trying to pioneer learning experience for the deskless workers, workforce. Mm -hmm. So 
I'll talk about the capabilities in a bit, but when we're saying what is deskless, who are they? And why is Enable unique for that, for, for those uh, workers? So it's really synonymous with the frontline, with field workers, operational staff who can't perform their jobs from behind a desk. So their environment is critical. Um, they're, you know, working in agriculture, harvesting our food, growing crops, farmers, doctors, nurses, clinical support, um, building our roads and infrastructures, um, driving a truck with goods to, to deliver or electrical engineers fixing your, you know, internet boxes. So they, they're a huge workforce. It's 80% of the global workforce are deskless and only 1% of enterprise software is being spent on them. And there are multiple reports. Boston Consulting Group just uh, launched a sentiment survey for the deskless worker um, that the, the number one most likely reason for them to leave their job in six months is career advancement. 40% are going to leave within six months because of career, lack of career advancement and they don't have the, haven't had the chance to learn new skills and roles, right? Um, and Josh Burson, um, a thought leader uh, in the L&D space, talks about them being uh, a lag in employee experience and being left behind and a real a reality, new reality needing to be built. So during COVID, all businesses accelerated their digital transformation when, with hybrid working, but the deskless workforce were left behind. Um, so we, and a lot of that is because of accessibility um, to certain learning learning platforms um, and overcoming the, the challenges of the deskless workforce. So um, we are really trying, we are increasing that accessibility to Enably um, and have uh, specific capabilities to overcome some of their, their challenges. So um, obviously Enably is mobile first and foremost. So it's, it has an amazing mobile functionality and obviously available across all devices. But when for the deskless workforce, when communication and reach are harder, you know, they need to be they're mobile first. Um, we have a streaming feature that's unique to enable so you can send a live broadcast at any time. And um, thanks to our Zoom integration, um, we also have uh, Internet resiliency um, and offline capability. Everything's fully synchronized. So you're offline, you download the content. You consume it offline um, and everything when you come back all of the reporting and where you were at that's fully synchronized so let's say these farmers in sub-saharan africa where internet is they don't have the infrastructures they have accessibility onto enably um for the deskless for these operational workers health and safety risks are real we have full certifications module embedded into the platform automated so that you know to ensure boost health and safety and compliance um, we have uh, over 200 pieces of microlearning content that now sits on the platform. So know that with that lack of career development that they feel being able to boost those, boost those skills. Um, something unique about Enable and why it's a very complete solution. So we have that content creation. Everything's fast. Fast content creation with a very easy and intuitive tool built into the platform. So you don't have to be an instructional designer or in the LD team to create great content and share it within minutes to, to your team members. You can be a frontline manager, you can be an operate um, or you know, an operational, uh, just a front frontline employee and create engaging content, share your continuous improvements via, you know, upload a video. 
that you've, you've uh, enhanced the process, um, upload a video onto the platform and send it out to you know other team members so that they they're also improving the way they operate. Um, and also when when turnover is high and there's in this workforce and there's a need for fast onboarding, everything is very rapid with Enably. So it's, it's very agile, that rapid content creation. Um, with regard to accessibility, we have, some of them might not have email addresses, um, corporate email addresses. So we have a unique SMS capability where you can get all the notifications, you can self-register through SMS. It's very easy and intuitive for non-tech savvy. Um, we have data scientists using the platform and we have, you know, for the front frontline workers as well or workforce that isn't very tech savvy necessarily. Um, and it's very easy and intuitive to navigate. Um, and also, I think we love using QR codes. So we're, we're also trying to encourage, enhance, it's all about learning in the flow. What does that mean? Learning in the flow of operations, learning on kind of on the job, you know, while you're doing, how can you learn while you're doing rather than taking time away from the operation? So for example, we use QR codes in really clever ways, all embedded into Enable's app. We have mobile apps, which you download as, um, as well as web browser. But uh, you can scan, let's say there's a QR code on a piece of technology or machinery, a learner can scan it and then uh, get all of the training materials and resources they need to be able to um, handle that uh, piece of equipment. So really in the moment and in their operation. Um, so yeah, so let's make sure I answered <laughs> all of your questions. So yeah, so enably for the first, Deskless first learning platform, a very complete solution with content creation, hybrid and blended learning experience, full reporting and certifications, um, and a mobile first, an amazing mobile first cap uh, experience, which I think uh, from what we hear from our clients, you know, and people we're talking to, this is setting us apart. Awesome, awesome. Um... Hopefully, you might get a little bit more business through the podcast. There's more audience, but you know, we we try there. Um, I guess asking you to to say three things that someone should look out for, be careful when choosing a management system or experience platform. Um, I mean, just from what we've talked about, I can pick out three almost immediately, and that's accessibility. So mobile first, I think, yeah. you know, when I first entered the, you know, the workforce, I would get absolutely hammered if I was on my phone, you know, yeah. <laughs> whereas now it's like, it's become such an integral part of learning. Yeah. Um, target audience, who, who are you actually aiming at mm -hmm. your product at, you know, is the, the company that you're looking at a 50 person company? with no scalability, but the management or experience system is aimed at 2000, you know, that's, sure. that's something there. Um, and user interface, I think those, for me, that's, that's the third thing. So it has to be easily nav navigational. Um, otherwise it doesn't work. <laughs> so from, from your, your point of view, I would say, or I'd ask the question then what are three things that we need to be really careful of? when making that decision to yeah. choose. I mean, and this may even apply to 
people wanting to go with enabling like what's three things they need to consider so sure. <clears throat> um definitely how easy is it to use i think the user friendliness is is key um and the first thing you know when you're doing a demo or when you see it is like how we you know how easy is that if you've got like two minutes or five minutes can you actually navigate the system um definitely when you're talking about the scalability so the how, how, the integrations how well is it integrated how agile is the platform and especially the architecture behind it. Um, this is really important because otherwise it's not going to be able to support, especially if you're an enterprise business, um, you need that architecture for the hundreds of thousands of users you might have on the platform. Um, and because otherwise the capabilities aren't going to work on it, right? <laughs> if yeah. it doesn't have the architecture that it sits behind. Um, To, to look out for and be careful, I would then say, how is it implemented after and that service you receive? Because a lot of feedback I've heard is that hey, the product product was good and then they kind of left us hanging. You know, after that deal was signed, we didn't really have any idea of what to do. Mm -hmm. Couldn't no one to speak to. Um, and then the the companies, it's gonna Difficult, apologies. It's going to be difficult to um, optimize its its engagement in the maybe in in, in the organization. Mm -hmm. um, so I think those are three things to be careful for. Um, but of course, you want to look at all of the capabilities and what has the most capabilities in terms of you know the content creation, the, the Zoom in integrated. Mm -hmm. But again, that's your integrations. So. A lot of the capabilities can be because of the in, the integration capability in the first place. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so let's uh, let's assume no one's listened to us for for the last half an hour. No. Um, what's what's one thing that you want someone to take away from uh, this? <laughs> I would like to say enably. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, enably. But um, also. If this, this your your podcast is for you know uh, new newly L and D leaders right going into the yeah into it's, a, it's a practical approach to L and D yeah so so there's a it's a very overwhelming overwhelming to be uh, uh, an L and an L and D leader responsible for the the budget for a new L and D platform because there are it's very competitive space so I'd say do your research. Speak to your peers in the field and see what platforms they're using and their experience with them. Um, and give Enably a call. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll take that. Um, one thing I would like I'd like everyone to take away is um, which kind of echoes what you're saying, Olivia. Identify why you need the LMS or, or LXP. Um, don't be distracted by um, flashy things that mm -hmm. may not meet your yeah. need. Um, try to solve the problem with the, the program rather than get the program to solve a problem. If that Absolutely. makes sense. Yeah, that's a good point, which I wanted to mention, but it has to be, fit within your learning, you know, your overall learning strategy and your the business strategy as well. So 
whether if it's about really around upskilling and you know you need to build more skills what are the kind of skills capabilities in the platform as well how do you go about identifying them so but it needs to be part of your bigger L&D strategy and business business strategy always linked to business strategy at the end awesome yeah um so uh, Olivia thank you very much for thank for you Joe I really, really appreciate it. Um, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to reach out to Olivia, you can do so on LinkedIn. Uh, you can also reach out to Enably directly. Um, if you want to reach out to us on the show, uh, you can do so at uh, lnd101podcast at gmail.com. We're on Instagram, Learning Development 101. I'm on LinkedIn as well. And if you want to support the show in any way, you can do so at patreon.com forward slash learning and development 101. All links will be in the show notes. Thank you very much for tuning in and we will catch you on the next episode. Thanks, Joe.